All right, we are back for the final segment of the battle round, and we appreciate the uh, uh, patience. The patience. The patience. Of our, our viewers and listeners here at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio and Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. They wanted to hear Nick Kennedy, and now they're going to get him. Nick Kennedy, thank you for joining us. And you are the um, originator, developer of Million Dollar Arms Symposium. First of all, thanks for being on the show. You're welcome. Thank you. Apolo- Very excited. Thanks uh, for having me. I apologize about the confusion about Central Time and East Coast Time. I was going to say, Stan doesn't know how to tell time. That's all there is to it. It's okay. It's, it's, it was early out here, so it's no problem. All right. Nope. There, one nope. thing we, we can all agree on is never a wrong time to talk about pitching and arm injuries. Tell us a little bit about how you came up with the idea of starting a symposium and why it's named Million Dollar Arm. Yeah, thank you. And again, thanks for having me. So uh, the the Million Dollar Arm Symposium uh, was kind of created originally about a year and a half ago. And uh, I have some good relationships uh, with the Minnesota Twins. And kind of what sparked it is uh, I have about 15 years' experience coaching uh, in the Legion baseball, kind of the high school uh, here in the Midwest it's for uh, high school-age kids. And um, we run a winter workout program here, and kids would start after like two or three weeks in the winter program. Now, it's Minnesota, so it's cold up here, right, uh-huh. right inside the dome. But in the winter program, they would start to say, you know what, Coach, my arm hurts. And so I'm thinking, you know what, this is just, what is going on here, right? So um, then we have, um, what really sparked it is we have a surrounding community uh, here uh, up in the Midwest where there were five, in the last two years, get ready, sit down, five kids at the high school level who had Tommy John surgery. Wow. In one community. So um, we have a sister project that I also created called LegionBaseballHub.com. So we use that as a platform. Um, we got some Major League Baseball teams involved, mostly the Minnesota Twins, uh, some uh, some Big Ten program uh, programs involved as well. We also had the Mayo Clinic involved. Uh, I have some good relationships down there with their head trainer. Uh, his name is Dan, uh, Dan Christopher. He's worked with the likes of Clayton Kershaw, some other Major League pitchers. And then uh, Dr. Diane Dom as well is on a panel uh, that we had for the Million Dollar Arm. And so what I, what I wanted to do was just kind of create this, uh, this symposium. Um, the end goal is to, is to have it, we're not quite there yet, right? Yeah. Uh, is to have it where what concussions are to football. Right. Our, our goal is to have this, you know, for, for arm safety and arm care. So to answer your question, long story longer, billion-dollar arm is um, it, it, it just kind of came a part of all these parents today think that, you know, my, my kid needs to play baseball year-round and do all these pitches, and uh, Jim Brower, uh, former Major League player, uh, also up here in the Midwest, has a great line that he used in the symposium, actually, that says, uh, you know, don't fall in love with velocity. So, yep, don't chase uh, a number. Helpful. Don't chase a number. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Exactly. We're talking with Nick Kennedy. He's the founder of Million Dollar Arm. Uh, Nick, um, is the idea, you've done this now once in Minnesota, I, I couldn't see on the video, how well was it attended? I mean, was there 100 people there, 500 people, 1,000 people? Uh, how did it do? Yeah, thank you. So um, uh, 
resold, uh, you know, as you know, with any first-year event, we're just not sure. Uh, yep. Minnesota Twins did a wonderful job. We had it uh, outside of Target Field here in the <clears throat> Minneapolis area. Uh, there were actually 162 tickets sold. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we didn't know if we were going to get 28 mm-hmm. or, uh, or 500. So I think for the first-year event, it was great. At the last minute, we had Fox Sports North um, uh, actually live stream it. That's on their fantastic. Media yep, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah so uh, it was good. We've been told uh, from Fox Sports North that there's been now over 15,000 views of the uh, symposium. So that's, that's wow. great. That's really great, Nick. Um, question, is the idea now that you've done it in Minnesota – are you looking to do it one in Milwaukee, St. Louis, Cincinnati? I mean, are you looking to, to travel with this thing or just grow it in Minnesota right now? No, we're looking to travel with it for sure. Um, the response that I've received over the past week, uh, it's been a week to the day here, uh, has been unbelievable um, from organizations like yourself where, you know, how can we get this to our city? How can we help spread the word? Um, I, I, a great line that somebody asked uh, during the symposium is, I'm kind of, I might be jumping ahead here, but um, is, you know, if, if there's a concussion in football or even in baseball, mm-hmm. you know, hey, coach, I mean, you know, my head hurts, I can't see, you're going to take that kid out of the game no matter what. That's where the education is now with concussions, which is just great, right? Yep. In, in baseball, you, you have a, a pitcher who says, hey, coach, my arm hurts a little. Well, it might be the championship game of the uh, whatever age group you're in. And you say, hey, little Johnny, and I'm guilty of this myself. Yeah. You know, hey, Johnny, we need to get two more innings, buddy. It's right. the last game. Right. And so I think that's the end goal is what are the thresholds and the protocols to use that we can try to put in play nationally uh, to, to educate these baseball coaches, players, and parents. You know, a local writer, he used to write for the uh, Baltimore Sun and the News American here in Baltimore. Now he writes for uh, the business, the Sports Business Journal is Mark Hyman. And if you Google Mark Hyman's book on pitching, he wrote a book about managing his own kid having that exact <laughs> scenario and where he chose to push his kid to pitch because we really need you to do this. And his kid ended up hurting his arm, and it totally changed his point of view about that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I've actually, uh, I've heard, the stories I've heard, uh, even since this, uh, we started promoting this six, seven months ago, are, I've, now that it's out there, it, the, the stories are unbelievable. Everybody's yeah. coming out of the woodwork. You, you mentioned setting this whole segment up uh, about the symposium in that parents will also, uh, will, will, you know, fall in love with the my kids got to play baseball year round and there are so many other people out there who tell them no that's not right they need to play other sports as well and mm-hmm. and I think there's a, a lot to be said for that in that you're just not pushing one sport on the kid right yeah no uh we would absolutely agree with that. One thing we learned, a couple great stats from our symposium um, that we learned. One was from Dr. Diane Dom. She's the head orthopedic surgeon for the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, but also the Minnesota Twins. She and, was she uh, was terrific on the parts of the symposium I saw. She was great. She, she was just great. No, yeah. Very well spoken. And um, the one thing that she recommended, hands down number one, was to don't throw a baseball for three months. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's really hard to hear. I can only use in the upper Midwest here, right? So uh, there's high school ball uh, in, uh, you know, in April and May. It's 38 degrees. Okay, you have that. That rolls right into the Legion season. Then you have your winter workouts, which we're in the process now of kind of reworking those with not as much throwing. So then we have this kind of August, September, October, November, which should be uh, what we'll call off months. Um, but, you know, now there's, um, you know, there's showcases, there's club teams. All those are good. What, uh, David St. Peter, the president of the Minnesota Twins, uh, who's been just wonderful in helping promoting the Legion Baseball Hub and this million-dollar arm, has a great line. And I steal it from him all the time, so I'll give him credit, is, how can we help promote the game of baseball, right? So, um, you know, as we're doing this, you know, whether it's club ball, legion ball, high school ball, whatever whatever league or association you want to play in is great, but I think the education needs to be out there more of, hey, if you're, if you're playing year-round, it's going to affect you. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. You know, I, I forgot, and maybe if he looked like Dr. Dom did, I would have remembered his name. But there was the sort of average-looking gentleman. It wasn't Brower, and it wasn't one of the hosts. He was talking about doing the work, the, the mirror work. In other words, that, that, of course, everybody would like to throw all year round. But he mm-hmm. said there are other ways to improve without throwing the ball. And a lot of that has to do with self-analysis, kind of looking at video of how you pitch, mm-hmm. working in the mirror on your mechanics. Um, do you remember that part of the uh, symposium? I do, yes. That is Dan Christopher. Dan Christopher. Uh, yep, he also uh, works for the Mayo Clinic uh, here in Rochester, Minnesota, and also uh, the Twin Cities area. Um, Dan's, Dan's credentials and bio speak for themselves. Uh, again, he works from age groups from 12 up to uh, Major League Baseball, uh, you know, age players. He's worked with Clayton Kershaw and other Major League players. His, uh, and I wanted to bring him on because it, it's a little different perspective of, uh, you know, hey, I'm not hurt yet, but mm-hmm. what can I do to help to kind of, you know, kind of the pre, during, and post of, uh, you know, uh, not only a game, but, you know, how, how you go after a, a season and what's your approach. So uh, he really talks about, uh, and I've actually been through his, uh, I know Dan very well, uh, I've been through and watched him with, with Major League pitchers down at the Mayo Clinic, while what he talks about and what he focuses on. And he, um, uh, don't quote me on this, but something to the tune of, he really focuses on the core and your mechanics. And, you know, they have these skills and drills to do that without, just, just what you said, without actually throwing a baseball. Right. Uh, he's got a great line, which I'm sure you've heard too, you know, the core and the legs feed the wolf, right? And I was just so, going to ask you about that. I, the first guy that comes to mind for me when you're talking about that is Clayton Kershaw of the Dodgers. How mm-hmm. much, because obviously his, his, his wind-up, his motion, his mechanics – aren't necessarily, I don't think, what you would look at and say, yeah, that's the, the perfect way to go about it from a pitching perspective. But when you, when you tie in the lower back issues that he's had over the past few years in his career, how much of that, from the, from the medical people that you, you have in these symposiums, how, how much of that really has an effect on his performance, on his arm, 
going, you know, as he's trying to either get back rehab from or whatever when he's had these lower back issues? Yeah, you know what? I, I have not spoken with Dan or Dr. Dom on that, so I, I, I can't speak for that specifically, but I I, I do know uh, in talking with Dan and going through their regimen uh, in, in preparation for the symposium uh, and, uh, you know, uh, these kids here in the upper Midwest, they cannot stress enough what it you know, uh, stretching, uh, your core work, your leg work, and, and, and it's, it's not about weightlifting, right? And this is, this is what we're trying to get um, with this Million Dollar Arm uh, Symposium uh, and kind of education series is how do we take what, what Dan is teaching, uh, and I'm sure there's other uh, facilities out there that are doing the same as well, how do we get those into the hands of players and parents so they can understand, you know, don't fall in love with a 92-mile-per-hour fastball, right? It's, it's more about the core work, uh, your legs, uh, your mind, your nutrition. Um, yep. A big thing, which you heard Dr. Don mention as well, is uh, sleep recovery. Mm-hmm. And th- those, are all, those are all part of it. So we're looking to kind of package those up and, uh, you know, team up with organizations on a national level. Yep. Um, I, yeah. No, I, very important stuff. I'd like to talk to you off air. I've got some ideas about doing one here in Baltimore, uh, you know, using our ability to get the word out sure. and things. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. Craig pointed to Clayton Kershaw, who in my mind has sort of imperfect mechanics. The guy mm-hmm. that I come up with from my days watching baseball, I'm 65 years old, who had about as perfect a mechanics as possible, and he co-wrote a book with a f- professor of mine, Lee Lowenfish. The book was The Art of Pitching, was Tom Seaver. And I remember mm-hmm. Seaver being the first guy that I remember was all about the strength of the legs being, you know, and I guess the core went with that, but that the legs were the important thing. And it was so novel to me 35, 40 years ago to hear the the legs are important to a pitcher. And Nolan Ryan, of course, his longevity, he he alluded to the legs as well. Yeah, no, it's... um in working with Dan and his team and Dr. Dom with, with what they go through at the Mayo Clinic, you know, not only for some of the clinics and workshops they put on for, uh, for players that are not injured, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think they focus on that more is let us help you get your right mechanics down, you know, which, which starts, with the, the, starts with the leg. Uh, you know, obviously yep. with, with, with the pitcher, you, you've heard the power T position, maybe mm-hmm. kind of an old school term. Um, but you know the, the you know the in theory I'm dumbing this down of course but in theory the arm kind of like the golf swing right the golf club should just kind of whip through at the end so uh, and of course I'm dumbing that down but uh, you never insult legs. you never insult Craig and I when you dumb things down for us okay good <laughs> yeah but from a golf standpoint I shoot in the low 80s because if it gets any hotter than that I don't play that's exactly right that's exactly right yeah. <laughs> Hey, Nick, we really appreciate your coming on this morning. Sorry about the confusion on the time. I think we're due to have somebody on in uh, like two weeks, one of the other members of the panel, uh, and I'd like to talk to you sometime in the next couple weeks, okay? Nope, that'd be awesome. I all got right. that all set up, and thank you guys so much. I, I applaud you for coming up with this idea and, and pushing forward with it, and 162 is a great first step, and I I know you're going to push forward with this great idea. Yes. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you for your support.